Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 25, Living in a False Reality. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mom of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to find more confidence, to feel less stress in your life, and to look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hi, gang. How is life? How's your summer been? You know, I, I am just dying. I can't believe summer's out here pretty well over. And I don't know what I did, but man, it flew. So I hope you had a great summer. I hope you're excited about the fall as we head into new things. I hope you've been enjoying my podcasts and I'm working really hard on putting out more episodes for you to enjoy. And I want you to know that if there's ever a topic that you want me to address on the podcast, I would love to know because I would love to address some of your concerns and some of your issues and struggles. Um, you can email me at Tiffany at directyourlifecoaching.com or you can DM me on Instagram at Tiffany underscore Roten. That's R-H-O-T-O-N coaching. And you can find me either place. And I would love to hear what you have to say. I'm always um, up for new ideas and new ways of helping young adults. So yeah, let me know if you have something you want me to talk about. So I've had on my mind for a little while um, thinking about making a podcast and telling you my thoughts about um, the interesting world we live in and are we living in the real world or are we kind of living in a false reality, a false world that is created through media, social media, all the different things. Now, if I were to really define for you so you understand, I really look at reality as being really things as they really truly are. And then a false reality would be, you know, something that appears to be reality, but it's actually not really a true representation of how things really are. So the other day I have this big family picture that hangs in my family front room, whatever you want to call it. And I was looking at it the other day and I'll be honest, this picture looks darn near close to perfect. All of us are in coordinating clothes. We have smiles on our faces. The setting was absolutely gorgeous. And we, we just appear in this picture to be this family who just has it all together. And if you were to see this picture, you might believe or think that my family looks perfect, but that's a false reality. You know, we're a good family but we are so far from perfect. And in fact, the day that we took this picture was not ideal. My kids were complaining. They were being grouchy about it. And some didn't want to wear the clothes, of course, that I'd picked out. And others were trying to hurry and get, you know, just get it out of their misery. And so what you see and what is the true reality usually is very different. And it's interesting. I even got thinking about, well, why do I need matching clothes? And I guess somewhere in my life, I'm thinking, oh, I need to live in this reality that we all match and we look perfect together. Isn't that interesting? Well, 
honestly, we live in a world and this is kind of how it works. We see this everywhere. We want everyone, you know, people are trying to show for their best selves and the things that are really great in their world. And you know, that's okay. It really is. But we don't often show this other side of us, kind of this side of us that also shows a part of our reality. Why do you think we do this? Are we afraid to show our weaknesses? What really are we afraid of showing? That we're human, that we struggle, that we have bad days and weeks and months and maybe even years. Do you want to know the reality? Every single one of us have struggles, struggles that we can't see in each other, challenges that we hide and we don't feel like we can share. But when we do this, we're only showing one side of ourselves and not the other. I had a friend tell me a few years ago, she's like, Tiffany, people really don't like perfect people. And think about that. People that appear perfect kind of messes with our heads and we start to compare ourselves and somehow we believe, you know, they must have a more perfect life than we do. And then we compare and we're jealous and all those things. But guys, that's not reality. It's just not. So sometimes in this world though, this crazy world we live in, we would almost sometimes rather live in a false reality world than face the reality of our own lives and the truth of our life. We'd rather live in this world that really isn't what it appears rather than deal with the messiness of life. Isn't that interesting? I just found that fascinating. So what does this look like? Well, have you ever been on a vacation and spent more time on your phone than enjoying where you actually are? When we're more worried about what we're going to post about our trip or finding ourselves scrolling while we're on the trip, instead of living in the reality of where you are, we can be trading in this, this real world for a false world, a world where we post about things that look perfect and spending a lot of time doing things versus just living in the moment and enjoying where we are and, and being with the people that we love. So this was interesting. Recently on a Sunday night, I had all my adult kids, my married kids out for dinner. And at one point I watched all of them and they were all on their phones. And maybe I would have been too, but I was helping clean up the dishes and a few things. So, you know, they were scrolling and they were posting and they were snapping and you name it. So instead of spending time together, which they don't get a lot of in their week, they're busy talking to each other and, and finding out how they're doing and finding out what their life is really in that moment, they decided that it would be funner to look on social media. Now, don't think that I'm a social media hater. I am not. And I don't think it's evil, but I felt kind of sad because we were trading in this time when we were, could have been having like real connection and conversations with each other, talking and playing. And instead we all kind of went into this, this world of media. And I'm not saying that all media is false realities. You know, there's, there's a truth to it, but we're going and seeing whatever everybody else is doing instead of living our own lives right in the moment. Isn't that interesting? Do you ever wonder why we do that? Maybe I'm the only one, but I just love to think about these kinds of things. So, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm not guilty of this. I am. I think we all are to some degree. Um, but if it gets to a point where we're spending more time on media and less time in a real reality and connection, we might find ourselves feeling really lonely. I read a study recently of youth and young adults, and one of the main struggles that was reported was that of being lonely. Why is that? How come? 
because I think part of it is you can't fake true, pure connection with people. Media can't do that for you. You know, we consume it, but we don't necessarily live in that reality, right? I find so many that are depressed and oftentimes they're living in false world. They're playing video games. They're um, consuming so much media and different things that they're not really living in the world they, they live in. And so maybe we need to pay attention and figure out why we do this in the first place. Is the real world so bad that we decide that we have to live in a world that doesn't exist? You tell me, which is better? I just want to give you some food for thought. <clears throat> so I want to give you a few ideas of how we live in the real world, how we live in reality. And I'm going to give you a couple of hints. Number one, I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, what is the true reality of this situation? And then number two is I want you to define what quote normal really is. So I'm going to talk about each of these for a minute give you some examples and help you understand this. So the first one is ask yourself, what is the real reality of the situation? Every time you start finding yourself comparing yourself to a situation, a person, I want you to ask yourself, what is the real reality? I think we as humans, we see celebrities, sport icons, influencers, and from this tiny glimpse that we see into their lives that, by the way, is portrayed usually through the media, we think they have the perfect life. Beautiful homes and cars and women and, and just amazing lives or so it appears, right? But have you ever heard this phrase, if you think someone's perfect, you just don't know them well enough? <laughs> and my husband always loves to remind our kids you know, those people put their pants on one leg at a time. You realize that, right? <laughs> so the reason that I mention this is because media is such a huge part of our world from TV, movies, social media, reality shows, which by the way, I don't really think those are reality, <laughs> but it's interesting, isn't it? And there was a study that came out in 2021 talking about the dangers of media and how we compare ourselves to it. And I did find it interesting that it seems to be more prevalent and damaging in girls than boys. And I don't know if that's because we as girls, you know, make it mean more about us or, or whatnot. I don't know, but that it's just an interesting thing to me. All media is not bad, but we do have to keep things in perspective. There's so many filters and tweaks that change things that we aren't often getting a true representation of things as they really are. You know, stars live these glamorous lives until we learn that, you know, they make a human mistake and then we realize they're just human like us and they have human problems like us, just like us. Just because they're beautiful or they're talented or they're famous does not mean that they're immune from human reality and life. If anything, the wealth and the fame tends to accentuate a lot of their problems. And yet we see these people as idols, as something we want to be like. Now, if we really knew the realities of their lives, would we really want their lives? Hmm. That's a, that's an interesting question to think about. I know of a situation, um, some friends where everything appears to be perfect and great. Um, uh, these people have everything money can buy and yet knowing them well enough, I know the reality that they're not that happy and they keep buying things thinking that that's where happiness is going to come from. But you guys, you have to know if you've listened to my podcast at all, Stuff does not make us happy. Our thoughts make us happy, not things. 
I'm not going to go on that tangent. Don't worry. So when you're on social media and you feel down because you're comparing yourself to everybody else, I want you to ask yourself, what is really real here? And I'm telling you that every time, if you were to really get to know the person well enough, you would find that they're amazing in some ways and they're hot mess in others. And that goes for everyone, no matter what your circumstance is. So if you're finding yourself envying someone, just ask yourself, what's the true reality? You might be surprised to find that this person really isn't as perfect. They're just like you. I went to this conference this summer and it was like an entrepreneurial conference where there were a bunch of people who are influencers and just really powerful people. And they built these multi-million dollar businesses and, you know, they get on stage, they look like a million bucks. And then they started to tell their story and the challenges and the struggles they had faced, not only in their lives, but also in trying to figure out their businesses. And I went home feeling so encouraged. All these people that I sort of idolize, I'm like, oh, they're human too. They have the same struggles building their business, you know, that sometimes I do. And um, it, it was just really fabulous. So because I talk to young adults every day, I want to let you know what reality looks like for most of them. Now, don't email me and tell me, well, this isn't me. I'm just saying for most, I'm not saying for all, but generally speaking, this is what I see. Most young adults are trying to figure out their identity and who they are. Most young adults I talk to don't feel like they're good enough. They worry about the future. They want to find success. Most young adults struggle with dating and finding, even finding someone today. They tell me all about this crazy dating world with all these apps that you guys live in. Uh, you know, most of my young adults are unhappy with their bodies, their shape, their size. They wish they looked different than they did. Most young adults deal with fears and stresses and they're looking to discover their passion. You know, for most of my young adults that are college students, college is hard for most people. It's not a cakewalk for most. Most young adults really do want to be in happy relationships. Most that I talk to don't really enjoy dating that much. Most young adults that I talk to worry about money and decisions and careers, and they're worried about failing. A lot of young adults are afraid to show their true selves. They're afraid what people will think. Most young adults are trying to be loved and accepted and go to really some great lengths to, to be accepted. So this is the reality for most young adults that I know. So is this normal? Yeah, I think so. We all have our good days and our bad days. We feel good and sometimes we don't. We want to be loved. And sometimes we push people away that want to love us. And a lot of times that's because of our insecurities. But we're all just trying to figure out life in one way or another. And none of us have all the answers. That's the reality. And you are normal. Which leads me to my next point. I want you to define for yourself what is normal. Do you realize that all of us would give a different, different, different definition for that? Because all of us look at what is normal differently. Here's the funny thing. Normal only exists in our heads, in the way we think. It's what we think is normal that makes it normal. I'm sure all of us have different ideas. So because we know that normal only exists in our heads, then it's really how we perceive things. So 
I want to give you a personal example. I always like to do this and illustrate what I'm talking about. So when I started life coach school, oh, years ago now, I was a little worried about pe- what people might think of me. I I hadn't been in the workforce um, or in the school setting in years and years and years. I'd been home raising kids. And so I was really worried what people would think of me. And I thought I wasn't normal because did you know, in my head, normal people are confident and self-assured and they have it all together. And so that was my definition. And so when I started this new school and I had to get really vulnerable, I had to coach other people all the times, many times a week. Um, I had to coach people outside of school and I started noticing one theme and that was that I still see every single day of my life that most everybody I've ever met does not believe they're good enough. And in fact, I even had a client today tell me, well, I'm afraid they won't like me because I'm not smart enough and I'm not pretty enough and I'm not skinny enough. Do you realize that that's being normal? It's probably, normal is probably feeling unworthy, not good enough and not as good as other people. So what is normal? Well, whatever you want it to be. But I'm going to tell you that normal for most people is struggling with yourself, battling your weaknesses, worrying about your body and your shape and your size, wrestling with decisions. It's worrying about the future. It's being fearful of commitment, being over a little overwhelmed with the future. Normal is being scared someone's going to hurt us or we'll be rejected or we won't fit in. Normal is worrying about finances and having days and months or years when we're discouraged and we're depressed feeling like we're not smart enough and wondering if everyone, anyone will ever truly love us as, a, as we are. That's normal. I could go on all day, but normal is being human and experiencing all the things that come with life as, as a human. We all have good days and bad days and stress and frustration and excitement and joy. All of us do. And it always really makes me sad when I hear of people who need help who needs someone to talk to and needs some guidance, struggling in their lives. But because of this fear that they're not normal and people are going to think something or Tiffany's going to think I'm not normal. She's going to be like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. Which by the way, I've never said. They're going to, you know, they're afraid that somebody might discover that they struggle or they'll be judged. And so a lot of these people never reach out and get the help they need. And they live with this fear and the sadness and the suffering. And all the time, clients will apologize. They're like, oh, I know. It's so crazy. I'm going to tell you how crazy I am. And I'm like, really? Did you know most people feel that way? And they're like, what? Really? I'm normal? Other people feel like this? Yes. That's normal. We're all a hot mess. I tell myself all the time, I am amazing and I'm a hot mess. I'm both, really. And I think we're all a little bit this way. And we're all just trying to figure life out. So what I want you to do is I want you to combine this idea of normal and finding reality about every and each situation that you encounter. Okay. So it might look like this when you leave for a party or to hang out with your friends on the weekend and everyone else seems to look amazing and act amazing and be so good around people and not shy. Guess what? More than likely everyone in that room is feeling some version of discomfort and wondering if they really fit in if they're cute enough, thin enough, pretty enough to speak well enough, smart enough, all of them are probably nervous and wondering about themselves. And the funny thing is, is 
we think everybody's looking at us. They aren't. They're too worried about themselves and what they are thinking about themselves. It's really, it's really interesting. I do it too. So here's another scenario. When you're heading to campus, I know a lot of you are starting school. It's, it's just that time of year and you're starting this new semester. Remember that most of the people you pass on campus are as nervous as you are. Even the people that have been up there before, because it's all new. You're starting new classes and new buildings and, and you, you're finding new friends and new roommates and, and you're just every, you know, there's sometimes new things for us are a little scary. So because you're all starting new classes and meeting new people and, and you're feeling the stress of like, I've got to do well in college, just realize that most people feel like you do. And then you can kind of relax and see the reality of the situation that we're all in this human place where we feel this way. Let me tell you some other scenarios. Did you know that most people are nervous on their wedding day? And I would say most of the ones that I talk to are really hoping that this is a good decision. Like this is the right one. This is a good decision. I hope I haven't messed up. I hope there's not someone else that's better. Most people struggle with finding the right thing to study or finding a good career. Most everyone I talk to struggles with this. They're just like, I just want to find something I'm passionate about and that I'm really going to love and that, you know, is going to have all the things that I'm looking for. Most people have a hard time just being themselves and being vulnerable. We hide from each other because we're afraid we won't be loved if we show up as we are. And that's scary for most of us. Most of us, whatever you're doing in your life, we all struggle with self-confidence and liking ourselves. A lot of us have real fears that keep us from doing what we really want, would like to do, but we all just have to learn that we have to push through those fears. That's the reality. That's normal. So when it comes to social media, I really want you to stop and look. When you scroll and you see someone that you suddenly start comparing yourself with and you're feeling less than. I want you to recognize the reality of whatever you're seeing. No matter how good the picture is, ask yourself, I wonder if this person struggles. I wonder what challenges this person has faced. I wonder what's hard for them in their life. I wonder what's really going on behind this picture. And see the humanness in people. It helps you to see more reality and less of this false identity and reality that we see so much of. And then you have to be really intentional about how you're going to live your life. Are you going to live life through your app that has a lot of false reality on it? Or are you going to live reality, which comes with both the good and bad? Did you know that not all of us are tan all the time? (laughs) I always think the filters are so funny on media because I'm, for whatever reason, a lot of us want to be tan, skinny, you know, whatever. And there's filters that can make all of that happen. Right. Isn't that so interesting? I don't judge anybody who does that. I'm just saying, but it is really interesting. And I would ask you why, why do we do that? You know, really life is filled with lots of emotions, both positive and negative. And really all the experiences we have is, is a lot of learning and growth and it's part of life. And it's what makes life rich and exciting. So if you find yourself living more in this false reality on your phones, doing those kind of things that really aren't necessarily real life, things as they really are in the moment, I want you to take a break and take a look at yourself. Take a look at your media. How much are you consuming? How much are you, 
consuming of this world. Figure out the life that you really want to intentionally live. And if you love social media, that's fine. But figure out a way to live and maybe spend a half an hour, an hour at night scrolling through, seeing what your friends are doing. Not a problem. As long as you're recognizing reality. And then I want you to do an audit. And I want you to unfollow anyone who, when you see their post, it causes you to think that you need to live in this false reality that makes you feel like you're less than, like your life isn't as good as theirs. That is never going to be helpful. I want you to recognize that thought process and that thought pattern and try and get away from it. You know, oftentimes I just see a post and I'll be like, oh, look how beautiful she is or look how great her family is or look how beautiful her home is. And I've learned to say to myself, Tiff, is that truly real? Like, you know, these beautiful homes you see, I love to look at decorating ideas. (laughs) The reality is we all eat dishes. We shower in showers. Bathrooms get dirty. Uh, that's, That's the reality of a home. These beautiful homes in all these beautiful magazines. It's beautiful. And there is a, there is a certain reality that, yeah, that is real furniture, but that's not what real homes look like. It's just not. So let's figure out what's real. Let's figure out what reality really looks like. Let's figure out that we're way more normal than we think we are and that everybody has their struggles and their challenges. And Let's start learning to live in reality, which is taking both the good and the bad and learning to love all of it, learning to be, um, to be okay with life when it doesn't always look perfectly because that my friends is reality. So if you want to talk to anybody who won't judge you, who's going to reassure you that you're normal and help you deal with any struggles with, with struggles that other people deal with, then please contact me. And if you're embarrassed to get help, if you're embarrassed, like, Oh, there must be something wrong with me. If I'm contacting a life coach, welcome to the club. My friends, most of my clients are embarrassed when they come to me, they feel like I'm going to judge them and they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, this woman is going to find out that I'm really screwed up. Guess what guys? Not going to happen. You're normal. But truly, even if it's not me, get help. It can really make all the difference in your life. It's worth it. You can go to directyourlifecoaching.com and there's a tab there that you can contact me. You can have a free call with me if you're not already one of my clients already that has already had your free call. And it's a 30-minute call. We can just talk and you tell me what's going on. And I'm about the most least judgmental person when it comes to that. I'll just be like, yeah, tell me what's going on. So I think you'll be glad you did. But regardless, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope this has been helpful. And um, until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence, and a new way to look at your life, come, let me help you. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com. But just a warning, you will never be the same again.